everyone, and welcome to our podcast. I'm Susan Bauer, your host, and we are going to be doing part two of our podcast. It's okay if you didn't listen to part one, you can go back because part one, and you will want to go back because it was fabulous. Part one was all about host coaching with a servant mindset, and that was with Sam Cubes. And so again, we invited Sam back and said, Sam, I think there's a little bit more to this conversation. So we want to talk about objections that people have and how do you turn those into a positive conversation and really, again, leaning into having that servant mindset. So welcome back, Sam. Thank you. I'm excited to be back. And so we were, when we were planning, you said something that really spurred us to do this second podcast. And it was your response. If a host says, I'm hosting for you, Sam. So talk about what happens when a host says something like that. Yeah. So I've actually heard that multiple times, but this particular instance, this customer had called me to place an order and I didn't realize how large her order was going to be. And she was cranking items out and it ended up being about a four to $500 order, which of course I was like, right. But I thought, hang on a second. Like, I know she's looking to spend this cash right now, but what if I could turn this into a booking? And so I asked her if she was open to hosting. And we had a little bit of a conversation, which I'm sure we'll go into more details um, in a couple of minutes. But eventually she said, okay, fine. I'll host a workshop for you. We'll do it. And I was like, hold the phone. This is definitely not a workshop for me. This is for you and for your friends and family, for you and for your loved ones. And the education that I'm going to bring is going to help you and help them. Yes, I'm going to be making some money off of it, of course, but really this is for you guys. And it's all about your experience. And that really just changed the conversation. I couldn't agree more you know, hosting absolutely is for them and their friends and family. And sometimes you just need to help them see things from a different point of view. So how did that story end, Sam? How did that uh, workshop go? So that particular host ended up having an $1,800 workshop, 14 new customers, Um, She ended up getting $540 worth of free product for herself, including her mop system. Um, And then it also produced two new bookings from just her workshop. And then each of those two bookings spurred an additional $960 workshop and a $500 workshop, another booking. So all in all, It came down to because I helped her overcome some of those objections she was having. um, It ended up being a grand total of like $3,400 in sales for those workshops, which was $1,200 in my pocket. Wow. 
that is such a great story and what a happy ending and amazing. I mean, sometimes you just don't know where one booking, one host, one party or workshop is going to take you. I love those results and I'm sure that you did too. So, and, and it speaks to, you just really can't let an objection or an answer take you down a road that's like you just turn you you turn them off or they turn you off. So I know, Sam, that when you were talking with this host, she actually raised a few uh, concerns and you didn't really stop when she said, "Uh, you know, I, I don't want to do this because whatever the reason was. You you got curious and asked her more questions. So walk us through. What was the conversation like? So when I first asked her if she was considering hosting a workshop, you know, one of her very first objections was, oh, that's just not me. I don't want to do that. And I think a lot of times we as consultants, when we are hit with an objection like that, our first instinct is to kind of backpedal and be like, oh, okay, no problem. It's fine. You know, we just won't do that. Um, You know, and then I could have placed a super large order, but I simply got curious with her and I asked, why is that not for you? And that opens up thoughts because any objection actually comes back to a negative thought that they're holding about themselves or about others. So I just asked her, why is that not for you? And that was able to kind of peel back the onion of more thoughts and objections that we had to overcome. Sam, you also did something in your response, which I think is so important and people don't realize, and that's answering with an open-ended question. So those are, what do you think? Or how do you feel? Versus something that's just going to lead people to say yes or no, because that that's a dead end. Nobody answers the conversation from there. So sometimes that's just something to keep in mind as you're thinking through, well, how am I going to respond to that person? All right. So let's talk about objections and how you can respond to each. So first up, here's a popular one. I don't want to ask people to spend money. Yes. And that, especially in our economy that we're in right now, that is a valid concern and a valid thought that people have. So instead, I just ask them, how do you think they would feel if you showed them how they could save money with Norwex products? That's a great response to that. All right, so let's do another one. I don't want to pressure people or be pushy. Again, completely valid. Lots of people have that feeling and that thought. I simply let them know that this is not about pressure or being pushy, and I will never coach them to ask people to spend money. We are simply offering education, offering to learn more, and it's their choice on whether they say, yes, I want to learn or no, I don't want to learn. And we have to remove ourselves from feeling like that yes or no response is about us because it's not. That is so true. All right. Here's another one. 
I don't have enough friends or I don't know enough people. Absolutely. So I ask them, can you think of at least one person that you would like to know about Norwex products? And I've not had somebody say no yet. So knock on wood. But usually they're like, yes, I can think of one. And I say, great, then a workshop is worth it. A host plus one, I'll do any day. And through host coaching and helping them brainstorm names, they always end up coming up with far more than just one. That is, that's so true. And actually, I don't remember uh, where I heard this, but out of all of the reasons that somebody really doesn't want to host a workshop, party, what, whatever, pop up, is they're afraid no one will come. And so that's just a big fear. But everybody knows one person, right? Okay, let's do another one. I don't have time or my friends are busy. Uh, yes, <clears throat> I personally love this one because who's not busy, sister? But again, it's just helping them understand that, especially for me and my business, I do 98% online, right? So I let them know that this is a very, very open, not specific time to come and learn. And that if you can find 10 minutes in your day, then you can be a successful host and your guests can have a successful experience it really doesn't take a lot of time. That is a great response. And it, again, it's just so true. I love how you take all of these negative, you know, thoughts and objections and not only make them positive, but you, you kind of make it hard to refuse. <laughs> well, <laughs> maybe, I don't know. Um, I think it's just more about helping people come at it from a different angle. And like you said, making it more positive and helping people realize that those negative thoughts and those fears that they're holding really are keeping them from something so great, such a positive experience. So I think that's our job as consultants is just to help grow our own minds and grow ourselves and then help our hosts and our customers and our future team members grow as well. Yes. And, the, and I love that. Uh, really, whenever you have a negative thought, if you just turn it around into a positive thought, no matter whether, whatever that is, it can be anything in your life, really. It just, it flips a switch. Um, and goes from, a, it has a different connotation and a different conversation, even in your head, because we, we have a lot of thoughts that go through our head every single day. And, um, and when you go down that negative train, just make sure that you kind of flip that switch and turn it into a positive and, uh, and take a cue from, from Sam and how she's done that in her business and with her hosts. I think that you have a marvelous approach and I'm so grateful that you shared it with everyone today. So thank you so much, Sam. Thank you so much. All right, everybody, it's time to put what you learn into action. So take one of those objections that, uh, that Sam went over and the next time you hear it, put it into practice.
And the more you practice it, the more it will just become second nature. So have a wonderful day, everybody, and we'll see you next time.